Welcome everybody to this week's edition of Coach Vogelai's Corner. This is David Stearns, joined with Coach Aaron Vogelai. Coach, how are you this afternoon, evening, however, right. whenever people are listening? <laughs> <laughs> doing very well, Stearns. How are you? Doing all right, doing all right. Well, uh, you guys had a pretty successful weekend that we need to talk about here, and uh, a weekend that will probably bode well for you guys in the uh, this ranking period. Let's start with uh, Saturday's game, shall we? You guys hosted Delaware. Let's go through that one. Um, pretty, uh, pretty anticipated game, you know, to play a, a, a mock opponent. Talk about how this one unfolded for you guys. You know, we, we were coming off two weeks uh, for you know Thanksgiving break and everything, um, and I thought we showed our rust um, for it. So I mean, I think the boys had a really nice nice week of practice. Uh, gearing up for the weekend and I think some of it was rust some of it looking forward going to you know Penn State the next day and it could have been a trap game um you know it kind of started off that way after the first period we were down one nothing um I, I just didn't think we looked very good um having problems with you know the defensive side and just the first outlet pass so a lot, a lot of things to clean up uh, as we move forward on the second period we tied it up um you know, I still didn't. You know, I thought we looked good for the first half of the period, and then it kind of went back to, you know, not not looking as crisp and as clean, and doing the things that that we made us so successful in the first half of the second period, of putting pressure on their defensemen and and playing to our, playing to our game plan as much. Uh, third period, you know, I think I think we finally decided to come out and play, and we potted four goals uh, for the five not for the five one win. So, you know, I I think we played really well for. 28 to 30 minutes of that game but you know we still have to put 60 minutes together so we're still still on that on that plan of getting better and improving every week so but you know we're we're happy with a 5-1 victory after two weeks off over Delaware and they've been hot lately so you know we were we were happy with it. Yeah one thing that Hoppy and I talked about in the uh, broadcast was that uh, your team seems to be very tight in the beginning of every game you know holding on to the sticks a little too tight and just being a little uptight in the uh, play you know just within the first 20 minutes and then things seem to loosen up a little bit in the second period and then third period all of a sudden your guys are having fun and um, they're just playing their game and uh, w what's that all about? I wish I wish I knew Stanzi. Um I think you know. I mean, I think a lot of them, you know, they get they get all geared up and having all day to get ready for a game, and um, you know, they get themselves really pumped up. But then when it comes on the ice, they don't want to be the one that makes the mistake. I think they have to kind of let go of that. And you know, at times we do, and at times we don't. Uh, up against Patterson, we weren't afraid to make a mistake. We just went out there and played, and we we played fantastic. Uh, we came way too tight up against Liberty, and they scored three goals in the first ten minutes, and the game was over. So, um, you know, we we've got to do a better job of that, and and just kind of relaxing, just going out and playing. And and um, I think that this past weekend had a lot of you know emotions going into it, just because of um, you know Sean O'Connor and things like that. They no one wanted to be the guy to screw it up for him. So, uh, I, I think some of that had to play into it. But you know, we'll, we'll I guess we'll find out moving forward. Now, talk a little bit about special teams in that game. You know, it was kind of hard to gauge where things were going to go, especially with the first period only seeing one penalty, second period no penalties. And then, you know, things just kind of got a little chippy at the end of the game. But uh, how do you feel about your power play? I mean, you guys at least notched one under your belt for the power play uh, in what I believe three opportunities that you had the uh, the man advantage. So uh, talk a little bit about your power play. 
Uh, we went two for four on the day, so yeah. 50%. Um, and we were actually very happy with our special teams. Uh, over the weekend, we had a 100% uh, penalty kill, and we uh, and the power play went four for six. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, special teams was definitely in our favor. And usually, when you're playing teams in our, in our conference, you know, Delaware, Maryland, um, you know, Liberty, Virginia Tech, and then even into the North Division with Penn State played a huge role in that game. Um, you know, it, a lot of these games come down to special teams. So, you know, me, I, I honed on them and you know, want want my percentages and and my effectiveness, and I, I think we got it this weekend. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, ACHA website didn't record, uh, was it John Luke's uh, power play goal there? It was in the uh, last minute there. So two for four, not too bad, you know, operating at 50%, 100% penalty kill. I Yeah, definitely uh, a great effort there. Uh, what did you uh, think about the pace in this game? You know, it looked like Delaware had some, uh, you know, they started their, their third stringer goal, uh, goaltending uh, in Brotman, and... Um, you know, just uh, what did you think about the pace of the game? You know, the uncertainty of having a goaltender that you uh, just did a little scouting before the game on just to get a heads up uh, just minutes before getting on the ice. How did that all work out for you? Uh, you know, I think it worked out okay. I mean, I mean, you're going to play goaltenders and you're going to play teams that you don't know a whole heck of a lot about uh, from time to time. And, you know, you, you've got to make in-game adjustments. So, you know, luckily I had uh, had some inside information on the goaltender, and you know, I think I think at the end of the at the end of the day, when when we when we potted four in the third period, you know, he, he you know the the scouting report came true. So he likes to go down, and you can go upstairs, and you can get him moving, and holes will open up. But that's you know that, that's a lot of goaltenders in the league. So mm-hmm. um, you know you, you've got to. Before you shoot, you got to take a look and see what holes are there and what, what the goaltender's giving you, and then you got to hit your spot. So I thought we did a good job of that in the third period, and uh, obviously special teams in the second period and the third period uh, paid dividends. All right, let's transition now into a, a, a much more anticipated game on your schedule here, and that was against Penn State. You guys traveled up there uh, to Penn State, to Happy Valley there. You went to the Pagula Ice Arena. Uh, first off, talk about that facility. I haven't uh, seen much of it except for what I've seen in pictures, but uh, I hear it's a beautiful $88 million facility that uh, people just can't stop raving about. Uh, it is. It's fantastic. I mean, it's... Um... It's it's what it's everything everyone's you know cracked up to be for. Um, I mean, it's phenomenal. You walk in the front door and the awe effect hits you right, right smack in the mouth. And then there was a nice show right before it. So the only open locker room for us was the was the visiting team's NCAA D1 locker room. So oh, nice. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a, it's a glorified big locker room. Um, I mean, there's nothing majorly special about it, but it was. It was nice to to be able to sit in the locker room that you know Minnesota is going to be in on January 12th and 13th, and <laughs> uh, Michigan and Michigan State and all the other big big name schools that come through there. So it was uh, it was pretty special, and the guys really li- liked the experience. Um, and then got to go out and you know play in front of a you know a sterling crowd of 15 in the 6,000 uh, seat arena. No. And, you know, <laughs> <laughs> so, but I mean, before the game, I, you know, before the game, I said, guys, this arena is beautiful. The ice is nice. Um, benches are fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, they spared no expense in this arena, but for the next 60 minutes, all this is is one big empty arena. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like every other. I mean, you've got a job to do and we gotta, we gotta go out there and we gotta find a way to win a hockey game. So, mm-hmm. um, I thought they did a really good job. We came out not, not as tight, uh, as we did up against Delaware and we potted two goals. 
in the first period, one being on the power play. Uh, John Luke Durante buried another rebound right in front of the net. And then uh, Dan Armstrong let a twisted wrister go um, you know, just inside the blue line to beat the goaltender glove side, and we took a 2 nothing lead into the first period. Uh, now, let me ask you a question here. Uh, I don't know if this is just poor stats keeping or maybe you can shine some light on it, but outshot 49-23, to 23, is that at all close to the truth? No, it's it's pretty it's pretty right on. Wow, um, Penn, Penn State was good. Okay. Um, you know, I, I I didn't I don't think that we played very well to be honest with you against Penn State. Um, you know, I, I think we I don't want to say stole stole a victory. Um, you know, it's hard to steal a victory when your power play goes two for two, your penalty kill goes two for two, mm-hmm. um, and you play stellar defense. But you know, they they Penn State's good. Um, and they were missing some key players, but uh, you know they 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 brought their A game, and I thought we brought our C plus game to be honest. But um, you know we had problems getting out of the getting out of our own zone again. I think we had problems in dealing with their very strong and aggressive forecheck. We didn't make the right reads, and uh, when we did, we we scored goals. Uh, when we didn't, we had problems. But our defensive coverage was pretty good. It was tight. Uh, Drago saw every shot, and you know we 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 survived a lot of the storm that Penn State threw at us. But um, you know they, they they definitely outshot us. But you know we we found a way to, to bury the puck, and we found a way to win a hockey game. And that's what you have to do when you don't bring your your best game. You got to find a way to win, and we, we did that on Sunday up in uh, up at Penn State. Now talk a little bit about that third period, uh, you know, and, and and I also want to reach uh, and ask your opinion on this team versus last year. Obviously, uh, with a coaching difference in that, but uh, that third period, you know, they tied it up at two. Uh, what was going on in your mind, you know, coming down to that final power play goal that sealed it for you guys, uh, uh, led to the ultimate victory and upsetting Penn State. Well, we, um, no, we 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 got outplayed in the third period. They came out hungry and. Um, you know, we, we came out pretty content up, up to nothing and just tried to hang on. And you can't just hang on when you play teams with that kind of talent, that kind of speed and, uh, you know, firepower. So you've got to, you've got to be able to generate offense. And I think at one point in time, you know, we only had one shot on the board and there was only about four or five minutes left in the period. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think they outshot us 14 to three in the third period. I mean, they came at us, you know, they wanted to tie the game. They wanted to win and. Um, you know, so it was, I mean, the sec- the first goal probably, uh, in my opinion, shouldn't have been, shouldn't have been counted. Drago got pinned up against the boards behind the net and wasn't allowed to get back to the net and they put it in an empty net. Uh, the refs, the refs all got together, reviewed it, uh, in their heads and what they saw and the goal counted, um, nothing you can do about it other than move on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then we had a, we had a defensive breakdown, probably the only one of the game and they scored a goal. You know, it's going to happen when you play teams with talent. So, I mean, they had all the momentum, and then all of a sudden a power play comes with about two minutes left in the game and opens our opportunity, call a timeout, gather the troops, got got hungry, and buried a biscuit. So, you know, like I said, you you got to find ways to win hockey games. And, you know, last year I don't think we win that hockey game. Uh, this year, you know, this team has come together and is doing something special, and, you know, they found they found a way to do it. So I took my hat to my boys. Nice little, um, I guess, revenge win against Penn State, uh, given the Super Bowl Sunday loss that you guys had suffered last season. But uh, 
Talk about this Penn State team. Um, obviously, a few things have changed since last season. Uh, what can you tell us from your perspective about Penn State? Penn State's good. Um, I mean, they lost, obviously, their top two deep men in Winchester and Russo, which are, um, you know, they're, they're, they're kind of like losing Yost. You can't replace them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Winchester graduated, and he was at the physical force at the blue line. And then you had Russo that's now playing NCAA D1 up at Kinesis. So pretty hard to, um, you know, replace those guys. But they've got very able bodies in the back end. Uh, some of you know everybody has size on Penn State. There's not very many small kids, and they can all skate. So they're relentless on the offensive side. They they move they move to open areas and they and they crash them at hard for pucks. So um, you know they're they're going to be they're going to be tough to beat later on in the season. Uh, and, and hopefully we we can make it into the auto bid or uh, or, you know, or or get a draw. Where we don't have to face them, but you know they're they're going to be tough for anybody, especially us and. You know, a couple other teams that we've seen. Now, uh, looking at uh, you know, obviously the next semester here, uh, you have one major problem on your hands here, and you're going to be losing uh, a key player to your organization here, um, a veteran presence out there on the ice, and that's Sean O'Connor. Uh, what what is the game plan moving forward with uh, with losing him? Yeah, we've got a couple of guys um, that we're looking to move up in the OC spot to to bring different things uh, to the table for that line. I mean, you can't replace Sean O'Connor. There's nobody uh, on our team. There's no one in the league that does what OC does. So, you know, he's I put him in the same in the same realm as losing Yost. I mean, OC OC and I have been together since I moved here. So, um, you know, moving forward, this is going to be the first semester that you know. OC hasn't been on the ice when I'm on the bench, so it's it's going to be tough. Uh, but you know, you know, people graduate and people move on. It's the it's the one bad part about coaching college hockey. So, um, but you know, they, they, we we've got a couple ideas and a couple guys that can you know bring different things. Uh, we're going to probably move a bigger body up to that line to give hopefully more space for Tracy and Fadler, and we're going to expect more out of Tracy and Fadler, and hopefully they rise to the occasion and. You know, get and, and continue to get the job done. All right. So, looking on the other side here, um, you know, what are you guys going to do to prepare for uh, starting things up again in January? It looks like you got uh, quite some time off here uh, between now and uh, Delaware when you guys go up to the Fred Rust Arena on January twelfth. What are you guys going to be working on between now and then? You know, I think we're gonna we're obviously we're gonna let the boys go home and rest up and enjoy the holidays and things like that. We're gonna get back to work after the new year. Um, you know, we've got a, we've got a full week, uh, almost like a week and a half sort of practice to get ready for Delaware. We're going to be playing them on the big sheet of ice. So, you know, we got to make sure our endurance and our skating's back up to par and we hopefully can work off the rust, um, you know, with our hands and our timing and stuff like that. So, um, you know, we've got, so we, we've got some hard work ahead of us. And then right after that, we turn right into Temple. And then right after that, we go down to Virginia to play Liberty and Virginia Tech. So, um, you know, we've got a hard second semester and we got to be prepared for it. So, you know, I've challenged my staff to, to come up with some things to get us ready and to, to bring forward for the second half of the season. And I have to do it myself. And then as soon as we come up with a plan, you know, it's going to be up to the boys to execute it. All right. Well, any final thoughts before we go into the holiday break coach? No, it's been a, uh, it's been a great ride so far. I mean, we're, we're 14, four, Oh, and one. So I think the retrievers are, have done better than what most people thought we could do without uh, Nick Yost on the blue line. So, 
um, you know, it's been fun this first semester and, you know, I hope, uh, you know, I hope OC thinks that, uh, thinks that as well. Cause you know, obviously his career being over and where he's going to be truly missed. And he was a great, he was a, just a great hockey player to, to, to coach and just a great individual to, to get to know. So I hope that he learned as much from us as, as we did from him because, uh, it was, it was a very special time. So I wish, I wish him the best in all of his travels and obviously wish everybody that listens and, and uh, sticks with the, with the retrievers a very happy uh, holidays and Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. All right. Thanks, Coach. We'll catch up with you uh, next year. Excellent, Stars. You look forward to it, buddy. All right. Well, we'll cut it off here and say Merry Christmas, everybody. We'll catch up with you all real soon here in the next month in January 2014. Don't stop believing. Take care.